Mm-hmm. Where would I be if Jesus didn't care? Where would I be if he hadn't sacrificed his life? Oh, but I'm glad, so glad he did, so glad he did. I'm so glad he did. He left his mighty throne in glory. To bring to us revenge and story. Then he died and he rose again just for you and me. Oh, but I'm glad. So glad he did. So glad he did. So glad he Praise the Lord, family. Hallelujah. What an awesome God we serve. This is Eleanor Roden of We Are Family Prayer Line. To God be the glory for calling us to join his mission to pray for our DNA family, our extended family, and our brothers and sisters through Christ. Family prayer is empowering and i thank you lord for this opportunity of corporate prayer let's pray the presence of the holy spirit heavenly father i surrender all to you i pray you prepare our hearts and minds to hear from you lord i pray all of you and none of me Lord, may this time together be pleasing to you and beneficial for our family. So, Holy Spirit, have your way. In Jesus' name, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Family, I have pondered the book of Zechariah since December 3rd, 2020. I knew God had a message for us but I wasn't certain how to share it. In this dilemma, I realized it wasn't me that had to say it, but the Holy Spirit's task to make it clear to you. Whew, what a weight off my shoulders. (laughs) But yet, I still did a lot of tossing and turning because it's all about Jesus, to be the one that is in charge. So I had to move out of the way. And I say, thank you, Lord, because five months of study, reading, and prayer, which was on and off, made me cry out, Lord, what am I to say? Holy Spirit. What? No joke, family. I heard, if you had more in you, then I could pull more out of you. Lord, have mercy. And I say, thank you, Jesus, for that epiphany. Because I stopped playing my games on my phone. I stopped looking at Facebook. I turned off the TV and committed more time to study. I had been studying, but there's something about giving 
all of yourself to the Lord. Even in our busy lives, I bet if you look, you will find that there's still some time that needs to be given to the Lord. So I thank you, Lord, for getting me to where I needed to be. And I finally finished with what I wanted to share with you, which was last night. And is late for me because I usually have it completed before then. Then this morning at 7 a.m., hallelujah, the Holy, I woke up and the Holy Spirit said, what if we saw life through the eyes of God? Hmm. And I thought, is that even possible? How can we do that? If it was possible, the answer from the Holy Spirit was the possibility to have God's perspective exist every time we pick up the Bible and read God's word. Hallelujah. What simplicity for my dilemma that it overwhelmed me and I just began to cry. Because Jesus said in John 16, 12 through 16, I still have many things to tell you, but you can't bear them now. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak on his own, but he will speak whatever he hears. He will also declare to you, what is to come. He will glorify me because he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. Everything the Father has is mine. This is why I told you that he takes from what is mine and will declare it to you. And I say, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Family, that's applies to the study of Zechariah. Remember, family, Zechariah is one of the most messianic prophets only surpassed by Isaiah. So what I finished last night became stored knowledge as the Holy Spirit provided me with an understanding of Zechariah's eight visions. But I couldn't share that in 15 minutes. I'm not a Bible scholar, but I am a Bible reader and studier. Hallelujah. And with the Holy Spirit, I found the key to be able to share with you that God is always with us. As I read in Zechariah 9.9, it reads, Because I went to rejoice greatly, daughter Zion, shout in triumph, Daughter Jerusalem, look, your king is coming to you. He is righteous and victorious, humble, and riding on a donkey, on a coat, the foal of a donkey. Hallelujah, family. This is a familiar truth of prophecy on Jesus' first coming. The cross-reference is Luke 19.38. Remember, Scripture explains Scripture. And this truth reads, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven 
and glory in the highest heaven. God's word for God's people. Now we see Zechariah's prophecy as truth. Hallelujah. So yes, we can also count on Zechariah's prophecy of the second coming of Jesus. And we must have the same peace that we have for Jesus' first coming. Because Jesus says in John 14, verses 1 through 4, Don't let your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? If I go away and prepare a place for you, I will come again and take you to myself so that when I am, you may be also. You know the way to where I am going. Hallelujah. Family, what a powerful promise. We know our presence will be with Jesus. We also know John 14, verses 6 and 7 reads, Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, you will also know my Father. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Hallelujah, family. And so Jesus' promise to come back puts me right back where my tasks began. When I opened my Bible on December 3, 2020, to Zechariah 14, the heading reads, The Day of the Lord's Triumph and Reign. So how is this important today? Because we must know Jesus for ourselves and not be like Judah and Jerusalem, who miss knowing Jesus the first time, but will not miss knowing Jesus the second time. Hallelujah. Because God's promise of them being his chosen people remains the same. And that's why we can count on the promises of God. I say hallelujah. Because when I read Zechariah 14, verse 1, it reads, Look, a day belonging to the Lord is coming when the plunder taken from you will be divided in your presence. Hallelujah. Family, Zechariah was saying that to Judah. And he was saying that to Jerusalem because we've already talked about how they have been in exile. And in the first vision, we read how the horsemen had gone across from one place to another and saw that things were in peace. But then, praise God, there was an intercessor that said, but Lord, what about the 70 years? Is that too long? And God said, no, but I am upset by the way the nations treated my children. Hallelujah. And that's why we can look at 
Zechariah 14.1 because God promises that when he comes, the plunder taken from the Judah and Jerusalem will be divided in their presence. And so, family, if God promises that for them, he also is reassuring us today as people are trying to get it right and they are now desiring equality, justice, and fairness for all. Hallelujah. Yes, confusion and contradiction is everywhere, and Zechariah is clear on the reckoning and the promises. Because in Zechariah 14, 20 and 21, it reads, On that day, the words, Holy to the Lord, will be on the bales of the horses. The pots in the house of the Lord will be like sprinkling Basins before the altar, every pot in Jerusalem and in Judah will be holy to the Lord of armies. All who sacrifice will come and use the pots to cook in. And on that day, there will no longer be a Canaanite in the house of the Lord of armies. Family, no longer Will God separate the holy from the common? For everyone will be consecrated. That's a wonderful promise. The term Canaanite refers to idolatry, immorality, and wickedness. So God promises that through Jesus' righteousness and holiness, it will prevail for all of those. Revelation 21, 27 assures us only those written in the Lamb Book of Life. Hallelujah. So if there's anyone who needs Christ in their heart and wants to recommit or commit, pray along in agreement. Heavenly Father, I am a sinner and I repent from my old ways and thoughts. I confess as the Son of God that was raised from the dead so that I may have everlasting life. Hallelujah. I am saved. In Jesus' name, amen. So now, having committed to that prayer, connect with the Bible teaching church. Read your Bible and grow in the knowledge of the Lord because the Holy Spirit now dwells within you. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we praise you, Lord, for the Lamb's book of life. Thank you for your love that provides us grace and mercy. Thank you, Holy Spirit, guiding us into truth. As lies and distractions abound, we pray to keep our eye on you. Tell us what the Lord will have us to know. Thank you for declaring to what is to come. Lord, help us grow and stand united, never divided. Thank you for being a God that is always watching over us. Forgive us for our sins and lead us to live a life that is pleasing to you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for your prophets that gave your word because it is real and true. We pray for our family, 
as we celebrate our cousin's home going. Strengthen our hearts and dry our tears, for we will miss her sweet, kind spirit. And let us be comforted by the promise that she knew you, Lord, hallelujah, and had faith in your promise of everlasting life. Thank you for the family that gathers to pray and our intercessors for our family, friends, and the world to know that Jesus is a Savior and a Deliverer. In Jesus' name, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Family, be the blessing that calls and tells one another to stay the course in the body of Christ. Romans 12, 5 ESV reminds us, so we being many are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. I love you, family. Be blessed. And we will end with worship and reflection of our prayer through psalm. There's a war going on. And if you want to win, you better make sure that you have Jesus deep down within. Because this battle cannot be won with bullets or a gun. Because your enemy you cannot see with human faculties. So you better make sure that you know that wherever you may go, that you have your sword, which is the word of God deep down in your soul.